welcome to the Nate Morris Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Nate Morris. would like to welcome you to the program today. Um, on this podcast, I usually like to talk about some of the hot button topics, and uh, today is no exception. This is something that we've uh, been all dealing with for the past year, um, and usually I like to have a special guest on the program with me, but um, as I've been dealing with COVID for the past two weeks and I'm no longer contagious or anything like that, I just uh, don't have a guest for today. It's just going to be me sharing my experience with you. Um, but before we get to that, I just want to take a second and say thanks for listening. Um, wherever you're joining us from and whatever platform you're using, I want to ask you to just do me a favor. Could you click the subscribe button on your podcast platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor or whatever, um, subscribe and that'll automatically deliver the next podcast into your feed. And if you don't use podcasts normally and you haven't done this before, uh, if you have an iPhone, you have a podcast app built into your phone and you can try it out there. Otherwise, you can check us out on anchor.fm. Um, also, you know, you can follow me on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, just search for Nate Morris or Nate Morris One on Instagram. Um, also, I have a website for myself. It's pastornate.com, pastorn8.com. Um, would love to have you check that out. I've got blogs there. I've got my podcast links there. And you can also follow more information about the ministry that God's called me to at Mountain Life Church at mountainlife.church, mountainlife.church, the website there. So again, rate us on those platforms, like um, this podcast if you like it, and click that subscribe button. That would be a huge blessing for us just to know that you're listening and tuning in and to be able to keep delivering these to you as well. So on to our topic for today. Um, I have had COVID for the past two weeks. And what I wanted to do on the podcast today is just share with you what I have learned from getting COVID. What are the lessons that I've learned? What was my experience like? Um, a lot of that stuff. So this may, I don't, I have no real script for what I'm going to say. I'm just kind of going to talk for a little bit. Um, so it may be a little bit shorter than one of my normal podcasts, or maybe not. We'll just have to see where it goes and how the Lord leads. But I, I just wanted to share with you, because I know many of you have not had it, um, share with you some of my thoughts, some of the things that I thought as I was going through it, um, some of the thoughts that I have coming out of it, and maybe a couple of the lessons that the Lord taught me along the way. So I'll just start back at the beginning. I contracted COVID a few weeks ago. Um, I'm actually fairly certain where I got it. Um, I got it at a, a car dealership as I was purchasing a vehicle. And um, I didn't know it at the time, but as I came down with it later, I was trying to think back about when it could have happened. And ultimately I heard um, from somebody else that I know that there was kind of an outbreak at this dealership. And lo and behold, I became a statistic of that outbreak as well. So I came down with COVID and was feeling sick and, you know, went and got a test and the test came back positive. And so at first I'm thinking, okay, I'm, this is fine. I, you know, really at the beginning, I only had, uh, I had a little bit of a tickle cough um, and I had just kind of an itchy nose a little bit and scratchy throat just a little bit um, for the first couple of days. And so the reason that I took a COVID test is because we had a staff retreat coming up and we were supposed to take our whole staff as a church out of town and spend a few days together in a 
cabin, really planning and praying and seeking the Lord together. And I didn't want to be the one that spread COVID to the entire staff. Right. So what I did is I, I had, you know, the, these smiled symptoms and I was thinking, okay, well, I better get tested just to make sure. So I went in, got a COVID test and a couple hours later heard back. Yes, I was indeed positive. So had to cancel all of our staff plans and, um, you know, go into the quarantine process, which is an interesting process. Um, so stayed home, you know, for a couple, the first day or so I was doing fine. It was just kind of mild cold symptoms and a couple of days into that. And then it really started to hit me a little bit more, um, just incredible fatigue and what I would, could only call COVID brain fog. Um, I just couldn't think clearly. I couldn't focus or maybe I could focus, but I could only focus on one thing just all in and everything else was just like, you know, had to cut out. It was the weirdest headache I could say that I've ever had. That lasted about four days and the fatigue, you know, set in and, um, really I was kind of in bed a lot. Um, and this is the, probably the strangest disease I've had before. Um, it wasn't like a flu in that, you know, when you get a flu, you usually wake up one morning and you feel like you got hit by a truck and it's just like, okay, I'm down and I'm out and I'm done. And you lay in bed for a few days and you start to feel better. This one, I started started out feeling all right. And as the days went on, I started feeling worse and worse and worse and worse all the way up until day 10, 10 days after I knew I had it, I was still dealing with like severe exhaustion and fatigue and, you know, stuffy head and all this stuff. It, it was really a strange, strange disease. Um, I've never experienced anything like it before. Um, and part of the reason I share with you the, the, the progression of the symptoms with that, and I'm still not over them. I'm, I'm three weeks now out from having had COVID and, um, and ultimately I still have a stuffy nose and I'm still fatigued. Um, the reality is I'm no longer contagious. Um, the contagion period only lasts 10 days and symptoms may last for months afterwards. I didn't realize that, but after talking to, um, my medical provider and looking at the, you know, the information that the CDC gives out and all that stuff, you might have symptoms for at least a month or two months afterwards. And I can attest to that. I'm still very weak. You might hear me breathing heavy a lot as I'm doing this podcast because it, it takes a lot of breath. I, I never really got the shortness of breath thing, but it's every once in a while, I just, I'm like, okay, I got to take a deep breath, slow myself down and get going again. I'm still very weak. I, I wouldn't be ready to exercise right now. Although I know that I'm, you know, feeling better. It's just, it really takes it out of you. Um, I got a lot sicker than I thought, but the, the weird thing is at the same time for me, this wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm not somebody who was at, at high risk and I'm not somebody who needed to go to the hospital and my oxygen never got low. Um, my cough kind of went away after the first couple of days, you know, so it wasn't really a lung thing for me. Um, but it made me just so tired, worn out all the time, basically just laying in bed all of the time. And that was just, a, a, that was not what I expected. I expected maybe I'd have a couple days of that and then start to feel better. And so when my COVID diagnosis came in, I'm like, okay, well, if I can't be around people, you know, for 10 days or whatever, I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. And thankfully the first couple of days, that was my mindset because I did get a lot of stuff done the first couple of days. I, I, I wrote a budget for my family. Um, I did our taxes and got that all done and sent off. But then that third day hit and I was just toast. 
I couldn't think anymore. I was so wiped out and exhausted. The exhaustion set in and it was real. It was a real deal and then the weirdest bug I've ever had. And so all my plans, you know, I, I was going to finish some construction projects we had at our house um, and start some new ones and get things organized and cleaned up and none of it came to pass. And ultimately for about 10 days, I spent pretty much every day 75% in bed and, you know, the other 25% trying to get a little bit of activity in so that I didn't just end up, you know, totally weak. So crazy, crazy bug, really weird. Um, if you've had it, you might have some of those same thoughts. I mean, I did lose my sense of smell. I never lost my sense of taste, but I did lose my sense of smell and I had muscle aches. I never had a fever. Um, just, just a weird, weird bug. And the reason that I share with you kind of the way that my symptoms progressed is because at the beginning of that, like I said, I was thinking, you know, I am going to get a ton of stuff done. This is just going to be like a mild case for me. Even if I have a fever for a couple of days, I'll be better after that. And it's just going to be like a cold or a flu. And then I'll just kind of get back to it and start, you know, working around the house and stuff. And that's really not what happened. It's not what happened for me. I ended up spending a lot of time just laying around and I never got deathly sick. I never got where I felt like I needed to go see a doctor or anything like that. I was just tired, wiped out, just laying in bed. Right. And so uh, as I'm sitting there, it's like, well, you know, I, I don't know what to do. There's nothing I can really do. I tried focusing and Bible reading and stuff a little bit, but it was really just hard. And so to be honest, what I ended up doing a lot of the time was laying in bed and watching movies and watching TV shows and just doing nothing. And I had somebody about halfway through ask me, is there anything that God's been really like teaching you through this process? And I just had this moment where this is a really honest moment between me and you guys of, you know, I'm a pastor and I'm always supposed to have the right answer and the right thing to say and have some spiritual answer. And I was like, honestly, no, <laughs> I've just been laying in bed. I've just been doing nothing. I've been honestly watching TV, watching movies, reading books, laying here, sleeping, doing nothing. Right. And, and I didn't feel like God had taught me anything. Now on the other side, of it at this point, there are a couple things that I want to share with you today that I feel like the Lord spoke to me and kind of brought out, but I, I really felt like, I, I don't know, I don't have an answer to that. And, you know, I think this speaks to something that a lot of times when we go through hardship, whatever that is, and I, I'm not saying that having COVID was that big of a hardship, to be honest, it wasn't. We laid at home. I still got a paycheck because I'm blessed to be able to serve the church and they take care of their employees. Um, we had food, people brought us meals. It wasn't a vacation, don't get me wrong, but it was not like some incredible hardship. But when we go through hardship, a lot of times people can, um, feel like they have to have some lesson on the other side of it. Like in order for it to be okay that they went through the hardship, that they have to have some lesson or some blessing that they experienced through it. Um, some great insight that came out of it. And I've had struggles and hardships where I've seen that, but sometimes life is just hard. And sometimes there's not some higher, you know, purpose that you see. Sometimes there's not some great insight or some lesson that's there other than just knowing through it that God is with you and that he's for you and that he's holding you and supporting you and walking you through it. And that's really the only thing that I had in that, in that time was just like, okay, I'm here, I'm getting through it. God's with me. It's going to be okay. 
right? Not some huge insight. Knowing, ultimately, knowing Romans 8, 28, he's going to work it together for good. Somehow he's going to work this into my good that this happened. But really just resting in that spot of like, ah, yeah, I don't know. There's not some great, powerful insight that came from the Lord. I'm just holding on and just getting through it, get my head down and, you know, make it through. Um, and, and I just, I, I share that with you because, you know, that question has come up a couple of times. What, what did God teach you through? And it's, you know, it like, there's, there's some things for sure, but sometimes life is just hard. And sometimes you just have to hold on and say, God, I don't know what you're doing and why you're doing it, but I'm going to just trust and hold on to you. Right. Um, just knowing that you're with me. Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you're blessed by our time together. And I just want to remind you right now, um, this is a great time to click that like button on your podcast link or to click the subscribe button to make sure you get the next podcast in your inbox. And um, thanks for tuning in. So another one of the things I, I just thought I would share, just a thought that I had, is that people got a little bit weird when they found out that I had COVID. Um, and it was, some of it was fear about whether they had been exposed or, you know, whether it was spreading somehow in the church or something like that. And, um, you know, the good news that I can say is that we were following all of the right protocol. And so as a result, nobody else at church got COVID because of me. Um, none of the staff got COVID um, in those staff situations like that. Uh, because of me, we we had a very limited containment to a few people that I had spent some personal time with. Um, and other than that, uh, it didn't spread. So praise God for that. But there was definitely a little bit of a weird reaction from a few people, uh, people that you might not expect. And I, and I think that really it's a fear reaction. And, and I'm not saying this to, to point anything fingers at anybody or anything like that. I just say this to make, you know, you the listener aware people are, there are some people that are like, oh, it's all just a joke and there's nothing and just it doesn't matter. And then there's other people that really still do have a fear inside, even if they're going about life a little bit normally, um, that when it comes to the thought of actually having been exposed, there's a fear that rises up and they act irrationally and say things that they might not mean and do things that they might not normally do. And it can get a little bit ugly at times. And, um, I say that just to say, I think it's important that we remember that we as believers need to treat each other well through those types of situations. And, you know, um, especially if people are trying to do the right thing. Um, and you know, if somebody comes up and breathes on you and then says, I have COVID, of course, right? like, what is that person doing? Every right to be angry. But this is why we've been saying those three words for the, the entirety of the pandemic uh, that we're going to operate by as our church is patience, preference, and humility, right? We want to serve each other. We want to recognize that we've got lots of different opinions about things and lots of people feel lots of different ways. And so we're going to be patient with each other. We're going to give each other preference and we're going to show each other humility because nobody has been through this before. And we're going to see lots of things that we haven't seen before. Right. And so, um, but the, the, the good news is that as we followed that protocol, it was fairly easy to contain. Nobody else got it. And, um, none of those people's fears were realized, but really it's there, there's, there's a reaction that can happen there. And so be aware of that. I mean, if you end up coming down with it or something like that, or, or if you hear of somebody and you start to feel that reaction come up in your heart, just take a pause and be like, okay, is this of the Lord, the way that I'm responding to this person? So the other thing, you know, is I, I laid around a lot. 
<laughs> just as I had COVID and I didn't do a whole lot. Like I said, I watched a lot of TV. I played a dinky little puzzle game on my phone. I watched movies. I read books and I couldn't do anything. I was so just sick. And I even tried to write messages and get ahead for church and I couldn't do it. My brain would not function that way. And so I, I literally kind of just wasted time. And, um, you know, to be honest, like uh, at the, towards the end of that time, I really started to get down a little bit, just partially down from the lack of, of moving and doing things, but, but also because the entire time, I mean, yes, I'd still been doing Bible studies and some other stuff, but really like, because I couldn't do anything, I, I just let my mind be filled with whatever was in front of me. And the, the reason I share this is, is I believe that, that we can wear these kind of ruts in our minds by what we do and what we put into our minds. And, you know, it tells us in the scripture in Romans chapter 12, verse two, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so our goal as people, as believers is not to let our minds or our hearts be conformed to the pattern of the world, which is, you know, walking down a sinful path, which is filling our mind with all kinds of things that don't honor God, which is, you know, doing things that we shouldn't be doing all of that, but to, con to make sure that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Well, how do we transform and renew our mind? It's by what we fill our mind with. And so as I was laying in bed and just, you know, not, able to do a lot. Really, I just kind of did whatever was in front of me. I played a puzzle game on my phone or I watched a show and I didn't watch any, any appropriate shows or anything like that, but I watched a show or I watched a movie or I read a novel and none of those things are bad in and of themselves. And I do all of those things regularly, normally, but not to the extent that I did while I was down with COVID. And as I did that, what I was doing is filling my mind with things that don't build me up. And as I got about seven days in, I was just done. Just feeling down, depressed, honestly, burdened, uh, you know, weight on my shoulders with, you know, ministry and life and everything, even though I was quarantined at home, just, just kind of down and blue and, you know, just blah. And the one realization that I had as I was kind of coming out of this is that I had been filling my mind with stuff that was not building me up. Um, and as I was doing that, what I was doing is meditating on the wrong things. And meditation is an interesting thing. When you think of meditation, you probably think of someone sitting with their legs folded and their arms out and their fingers up and they're going like, um, or something like that. Right. But that's not biblical meditation. That's Eastern mysticism meditation. That's Buddhism, Hinduism. Um, that's not real meditation. That is emptying your mind. That's actually really what the, the goal of that is, is to empty your mind. But the Bible would tell us not to empty our mind because when we do that, ultimately we're just sweeping up room for the enemy to come in and take over, right? We shouldn't be emptying our mind. We should be filling our mind. And the Bible does tell us to meditate. In fact, it tells us time and time again to meditate, but it's not meditation in the sense of 
sitting and letting yourself be totally empty. It's meditation in the sense of spending your mental energy on the things of the Lord. And it could be totally sitting and you could have your legs crossed and you could have your fingers pointed up, but you're meditating on the things of God, right? Psalm 119 verse 15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways, right? It's meditating on the things of God. Joshua chapter one, verse eight, he says, but this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth and you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. So he's saying, Hey, this, this word of God that you have should not depart from your mouth and you should meditate on it all the time, meditate on it so that you can observe and do all that's written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. Now we all want that. We all want good success or whatever it is, right? We all want to be in a good place mentally. We all want to be in a good place spiritually. We all want to be good in business and in life. And really what it takes is meditating on the things of God. Another one is Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Paul says this, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate, there's that word again, on these things. Meditate on these things. So really what Paul's giving us is a contrast because a lot of times what we do is we meditate on the wrong things. So for me, as I'm laying there in bed, I was meditating on the TV show or the movie or the novel or the video game or whatever it was as I'm sitting there. Now, again, I'm just using myself as an example because it's easy to point the finger at myself, right? This is not, I did not do something horrible. This is not wrong of me to do that. But I can say that because I did that, I ended up more blue at the end of the week than I started it, right? Because I had these grand, you know, plans and schemes of what I was going to get done. And ultimately I settled for something that brought no benefit to my life whatsoever. And so Paul is giving us a contrast. He's saying, hey, don't meditate on the bad stuff. Don't meditate on sin. Don't meditate on worldly things. Don't meditate on fear. Don't meditate on, you know, anxiety or distrust. Don't meditate on all the bad stuff that's going on in the world around you. Instead, meditate on the things that are true on the things that are noble, on the things that are just, on the things that are pure, on the things that are lovely, on the things that are of good report. If there's anything virtuous and anything praiseworthy, he's saying, hey, if you can't think of anything that's good, just, I mean, find something, anything. If there's anything out there that's good or praiseworthy or virtuous, meditate on those things. And then he says, these, the things that you heard and saw in me do and the God of peace will be with you. See, I experienced this on a small scale and a small thing that was not like a sinful wrong deal, but just kind of where my mind ended up at the end of the week. I experienced my mind being conformed to the world rather than being transformed by the renewing of my mind. And what we want as believers is to be transformed because that's where life is. That's where freedom is. 
That's where hope is. That's where we leave sin behind. That's where we leave anxiety behind and fear behind as we press into the things of God and he fills us with his spirit. And I I think what happens is whatever we do, we can tend to wear ruts into our mind. And it's, it's kind of like, I used to have this dog, Emily, and we had uh, a yard, we had a pretty good sized backyard in Lakewood when we had her and, um, she would go outside and we leave her outside all day. She was an outdoor dog. We'd leave her outside. And as we did, she would go walk around, um, the backyard and just, she would walk in the same path every time. And eventually her walking on that path wore a rut into the grass. So there was a, a trail of just a dirt trail through the grass all the way around the yard in the path that she would walk. And then she would walk in that path again. And really she never got out of that path. And it makes me think of what we do as we wear ruts into our mind of what we're doing as we're walking in whatever it is, whether it's, you know, me laying there and turning on another TV show or whether it's you um, wearing a rut towards that thing that you know you shouldn't be doing, clicking on that link on the internet or um, going to that website or spending on Amazon or having another drink when you know you shouldn't or whatever it might be. You take that step and you make that rut and the rut gets deeper and deeper. And the more you do it, the harder it is to get out of it. Now, the same thing is true on the other side. We can wear ruts in our mind towards the Lord, but it takes making choices to meditate on the things of God. Makes choices of filling our mind with the good things that God wants to give us. So rather than meditating on the bad stuff, we make that choice. Okay. I'm going to start today by reading the word. I'm going to take a 15 minute lunch break and walk around the block and pray for 15 minutes. And I'm going to do that every day. And as you begin to develop those habits, you build those ruts and you start to develop a new pattern where you're being transformed by the renewing of your mind rather than being conformed to the pattern of the world. So um, I just wanted to share that with you. That was one thing that I have had on the other side of COVID. In the middle of it, I was like, I don't really know, right? But this is just a reminder for me and for you and for all of us that, you know, I think that there are times when we just get on autopilot and really we have to be intentional about meditating on the things of God. And when we do that, there is significant benefit and gain to our lives as a result. Anyways, I've been rambling a bunch, um, just kind of throwing all my thoughts out at you. Um, hopefully there's been a couple of little good nuggets to bless you through this and, uh, tune back in next week. We'll have a special guest or maybe even two, I don't know, just a little hint there for you. Um, it's going to be awesome. It'll be really good. We will talk about, um, some other hot button topics and, uh, thanks for tuning in today. God bless you. Have a great day. Again, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, click the like button or the subscribe button on your podcast platform. Uh, visit me at pastornate.com, pastornate.com or at mountainlife.church and have a great day. God bless you.